The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to the Next Level Life podcast. So excited that you're here. Today, I want to talk to you about creating your dream team and being able to start outsourcing a little bit more in your business. So when you start to scale, some of the things that you realize is wasting your time is spending time doing the things that you should be hiring someone else to do. So the reason why I'm talking about this is because in my new upcoming event, Becoming CEO, we're going to talk about your scale plan and we're going to talk about some of the things that you actually should stop doing in order for you to scale. Because sometimes we don't realize that the things that got us to where we are, so having a six-figure business, those things were important in order to get you to where you are now, but for you to go to where you want to go and be able to scale beyond six figures and to be able to thrive beyond six figures, it's actually about defining what is important and where you should be spending your time. And it's actually about less is more, right? So saying no to more things and yes to the things that are important and really allowing yourself to determine where you should be spending your time more effectively where you're in your zone of genius and where you're not, and how to develop your dream team to support the growth of your business. So if you haven't registered yet for Becoming CEO, definitely check it out. The link is in the show notes below. It's a two-part online event, and I'm so excited about this. It's going to be so phenomenal. So part one is all about developing a CEO mindset and working through figuring out what's holding you back. So we're going to be exploring the bottlenecks that happen in a business. We're going to be exploring the obstacles that could be holding you back or keeping you to play small. We're going to be looking at the money mindset that you need to be adopting as a CEO and start really starting to value where you spend your time. And I'll be taking you through a really powerful process to help you step into your CEO shoes. Then on Friday on part two, we'll be diving into strategy and creating your scale plan. We'll determine what your best unique resources are to scale and give you clarity on your next direction, as well as new strategies for growth, visibility, and sales. So I'm so excited for this. It's going to be so fun. So it is definitely for those women in business that are earning six figures or just about six figures and wanting to keep growing beyond that as well. So rather than just hitting the six figures and stopping, I want you to think about how, where you want to go. Like what's your next level vision? And if your next level vision is scaling beyond six figures and you want to go to multi six figures or you want to go to seven figures, and this is definitely for you. So come and join us. The link is in the show notes. It's complimentary and it's going to be phenomenal over two 90 minute sessions, one on the Tuesday morning, which is the 29th of August. And the second one is on Friday, the 1st of September. So make sure that you are registered and I cannot wait to support you in leveling up and becoming that next level CEO. All right. Today, as I I spoke about, is really about developing your dream team. So some of the things that I think that we do as we start to grow and scale is that we get to a certain point where we become quite overwhelmed with all the things we need to do in our business. We become overwhelmed with all the hats that we have to wear and we're trying to do all the things, not only working in the business to service our clients, but we're also working on the business and we're also wanting to grow and scale. And so what can happen is we get to a point where we're either burnt out or we're so overwhelmed, overworked that we're still trying to do all the things and we're not valuing our time or our expertise enough in order for us to develop our dream team. So there needs to come a time where you decide that it's time to outsource. It's time to get more people on your team to support the growth. And the first thing that I want you to consider is where you want to go. 
because often what can happen is we think about where we are and we go, okay, how do I need it? I just need some help to make it easier. My everyday right now to be a little bit easier or to take the pressure off or to get me back a little bit of time. Right. And this is where most people make the worst mistake, right? They hire based on where they are now instead of actually where they want to go. And they end up creating more problems for themselves or they end up actually hiring more of a generalist. or they hire someone that's just sort of to take a few admin pieces off their plate. And then before you know it, you become frustrated or resentful because this person is just doing the things that you told them to do, but it's not actually helping to grow your business. So ultimately you want to think about it from the perspective of you want your team to help you grow your business, right? You need them to be coming in to support the growth. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point of paying someone to do stuff within your business that you probably know that you can do better yourself? And that's probably one of the first bottlenecks is literally thinking you can do it all the best yourself and recognizing that it's actually costing you money. And so we get caught up in that trap of scarcity where we go, oh, it's just easier for me to do it on my own. It's cheaper if I just did it myself because it's quicker. But really what you want to actually step back and do is decide that if you want to grow, you cannot go where you want to go on your own and that we want to hire based on your growth goals not where you are right now. So the first thing I want you to do is actually write down your next level goals. So where you want to take your business, where you see yourself in say two years, five years time. And I want you to start by writing down your organizational chart of where you want to be, right? Not where you are right now, where you want to be. So let me map this out for you. So do you know what I mean by an organizational chart? I'm sure you've seen this. If you worked in corporate or a business before, in a job before, you may not have seen it. So I just want to explain it. So an organizational chart is literally like the hierarchy or the breakdown of your employees and the jobs that they have, the roles that they have and how they fit within the organization, right? So if you've worked in corporate, you probably had a corporate structure where there was like the GM right at the top. And then underneath the GM was maybe some of the national managers. And then maybe under the national managers was like the state managers and then under the state managers, then there was the employees underneath that who are working in the direct front line, right? So there's a different organizational chart depending on what was needed. So they needed obviously a next level of managers and then the people on the ground doing the actual work. So what you want to think about is what is your organizational chart? Who do you need on your dream team for where you want the business to be in two years or five years time? So I want you to think further down the track because otherwise you end up just hiring right now for like, oh, I've got a bunch of stuff on my plate. I need to get this stuff off my plate. So I'm just going to get someone just to take that off my plate. But what happens is you then end up creating the same results because you're not actually hiring for where you want to be. So I want you to think about in two years time, in five years time, who are you going to be needing on your team in order for that business to be thriving at that level? So I want you to write down the financial goal of what the business will be making. And then I want you to think about the structure of the business of like what you want to be happening within the business. Is it going to be you like the front of still the face of the business, the personal brand? Is it going to be running courses? Is it going to be like having an agency? Like what type of style of model that you're going to have within your business in five years time? And you want to write out the roles of who you will need on your team in order to manage every part of it. So will you need someone to manage the sales? Will you need someone to manage the marketing? Will you need someone to manage the accounts? Will you need a bookkeeper? Will you need your accountant? The answer is yes. (laughs) Like who will you need on your team that's going to support where you want to be? And so by starting here, it helps you go, oh, okay, so this is where I want to be. Who can I start to hire now? And then you create a timeline to work towards that. So at first, you yes, you may hire someone to take some stuff off your plate. It's more of a generalist. It's maybe a VA and they're going to take a few pieces off your plate. Now, what's really imperative is that 
you hire with the intention of where you want to go. So as you bring someone on board, you may communicate to them where you want the company to go and that this is where they can, you can see them going within the team if they choose to stay with you, right? So you're actually communicating their career progression. And even if it's contractors, like I just want to highlight this, that even any, any of my clients that come to me that don't have necessarily employees that they're paying a wage or a salary, but they do have contractors, it's still imperative that you bring them on board with the vision of the business. Otherwise, they are just doing their own thing in their own business, working their hours and not really like going above and beyond or considering how they could be a part of something. So you need to make sure that you're communicating your vision with anyone you bring onto your team. And I dive into this so much more in my mastermind at the next level mastermind, because people are so uh, in that next phase of growth because they're wanting to hire and really make sure they're hiring really well and also making sure that their team are performing really well. So this comes down to not only communicating your vision, but it's also communicating the values of the business and how you want them to behave and what's important to you in how you work. So what's the impact that you want to make and how are they a part of that? So there's a full structure that I take my my clients through in my one-on-ones or in my mastermind that helps to support them in being able to execute on that within their business. And they've got team that are so invested in where they want to go. Because at the end of the day, like in five years time, if you want to have a business that's thriving, that's maybe, you know, multi-million dollar business, you're going to need people on your team to do certain things to free you up to do the most important things that you need to do. And so as we're doing this, rather than going, I want to take things off my plate, I want to think about the dream team that's going to support the growth of the business. So they're going to be able to take ownership of different parts of the business that also free me up to do the CEO role, right? Because otherwise you end up end up just taking stuff off their plate to do stuff that feels comfortable or you're confident in, and then you end up staying in the exact same place. So there's some really like, there's lots to go into it. This is really hard for me to like, even just nut it down into a small little podcast episode, because there are so many other pieces that come into play here. So definitely sign up for the Becoming CEO. If this is resonating with you, that you want to actually work on this, because we're going to be going through your scale plan on the Friday. And we'll be talking about your organizational chart because it's so, it, honestly, it just changes the way that you think about your business as well. It changes the way how you show up for your business, but it also changes the way that you bring people into the business. And ideally, what you want to be creating is where you want to go, not where you are right now. And so if you know, like once you actually map this out, you may look at this and go, okay, so at the moment I'm spending, you know, maybe my dream team in five years time is going to have a content creator is going to have someone that does all the graphics for me. It's going to have someone that edits the podcast and manages a podcast, advertises for the podcast, gets all my guests on the podcast, like literally own the, their ownership is to manage the podcast. And then I have someone else that is taking care of all the tech behind the scenes. Right. And then I actually have an OBM in place that then manages the team, which, which would be amazing. That's mine. That's where I'm working towards now at the moment. And then I am sitting in my CEO role and I'm really clear on what that is and where I should be spending my time for the business to grow because then my goal or my job really becomes making sure that there's enough income coming into the business in order to pay these people, right? And so they've also got to be doing really well to grow the business, but I've also got to be making sure that I'm doing the key things that help grow the business and make income within the business. And ideally, those things are in my zone of genius. So I'm spending 80% of my time in my zone of genius doing those things, which then creates the fulfillment, which then allows me to be absolutely lit up in all the things that I'm, I'm doing. And also I'm hiring others in their zone of genius. So then they're doing really well and they're loving their role as well. So the other thing that I think that is really worthwhile mentioning as well in this space is that often what can happen is we hire what we think we want instead of actually what we really need. 
And so this can show up in a way of when we actually end up hiring someone else just like us. So similar personality, similar strengths. And then we wonder why we're struggling to move forward. It's because you've actually hired someone like you that you get along with and that you really like because they're like you when really what you actually need is someone that's completely opposite to you that has different strengths. So if you are someone who is very goal orientated, that takes massive action, that is working towards key things and that you are really direct to the point, you're a big picture thinker, you really think about that long-term vision and you are like the people person, you're out there doing all the things and you're a really great connector, then you actually may need someone who's the complete opposite to that, that has real close attention to detail, is really analytical, that looks at things from a different perspective, that is more the behind the scenes person, that loves routine, loves to just do the thing that needs to get done and is happy to work on the tech, like that sort of thing. So it's really something to really think about. And that's why I like to think about your organizational chart in five years time, because it makes you think about the role that you need to fill rather than hiring the person that you think you want right now. And so that could also be considering that, hey, you don't have to be the best friends with this person. This person can absolutely have really unique strengths that they bring something unique to the business that you cannot bring. And that allows them to be in their zone of genius and you to be in your zone of genius. You don't need another you, right? And so I think that that's one of the things that we do when we hire first off and why sometimes we feel disheartened because we may hire someone who tries to take control of the business or may have different ideas to you because they're trying to be you instead of you being the ideas person, you being the big vision driver, the visionary of the business and having someone become in and be the supporter. So sometimes it's really, we really need to think about like, what is it the business needs and thinking about it from that five-year goal instead of actually thinking about it from where you are right now. The other thing as well is like sometimes we end up trying to fit other people into the mold of what we need instead of actually really honing in on what we do need and waiting for the right person because sometimes we just hire out of scarcity or we hire sometimes we hire out of overwhelm and we just go oh my god I need someone right now and I don't really care whether they have the right fit skills I don't really care if they're there, if they're really nice and they're a great person and then they you know and they say that they can do the things that I need them to do then I'm just going to hire them because I'm desperate right hiring from a desperate energy is never good for a business and so this is why I think it's really good to then map out your timeline to consider when will be the right time to hire in your business, what sort of KPIs you need to have in place for yourself in order to be ready to hire for the next person. So what I mean by that is that what targets you need to have in place for yourself in order for you to be able to then hire at that next step. So it could be that you go, okay, so right here, right now, I'm going to start with the person that's going to be able to remove as much from my plate as possible. And that could be the person who's doing content, or that could be the person who is doing all the tech behind the scenes or whatever it might be for your business, obviously, individually. And then we go, okay, so the next person I need to hire is this person. So for the business to be able to cover that wage and for it to be profitable still, I need the business to be making this amount of money. And when I'm hitting that amount of money, that's when they then hire the next person and then actually going out and making that happen and making sure that you do hire at that point. Cause what can also happen, which I've seen before is that we grow and we love how much we're growing and we're raking in the money and it's all amazing. And then you get to the point where you are burning yourself out or you're still doing too much when really you should have hired sooner and actually hire at that point and they don't hire at that point. They literally hit those goals and they surpass those goals and they still don't hire. And then they wonder why they get burnt out, right? So we need to really consider like at what point in the business growth do we need to hire in order for the business to continue to grow and also for you to be able to make sure that you're maximizing your time and staying in your zone of genius. So who do you need on your dream team? 
And sometimes rather than going, oh, these are the things I need to outsource, it's actually looking at what's the business structure I want to be moving into and looking at what roles do I need to fill? Because sometimes what we do is we hire a VA instead of actually going, well, I need an OBM or I need someone that is a website developer or I need someone who who is specific in this area. And the beauty of being an online business is that you can go and find someone who's really a specialist in that space that will manage that part of the business instead of getting someone to do it that could possibly do it or maybe learn on the job and do it that may take longer, right? So rather than just hiring one person, you may need to actually hire three. And that's where I got stuck. So I was trying to just hire one person when really what I needed to do is hire three. And then that slowed my business down. So, you know, rather than thinking I'm just going to get someone who's a jack of all trades, maybe you need to look at whether you need to specialize and find someone who may be priced a little bit higher, but will get the job done quicker, more effectively, and will help your business grow. So one of the things that really resonated with me, with one of my mentors, they said to me that once you're earning 10K months, you should be setting aside 20% of your income to outsourcing and to actually developing your team. And I was like, 20%, oh my God. And I looked at that and I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to do that. And so what can happen is we get so caught up on focusing, focusing on the cost instead of what it's going to cost you not to. All right. So this is actually how I came back to the realization of like, I am slowing my own growth because I'm not willing to outsource knowing where it's going to take me. Right. So if we're focusing on the cost of outsourcing, we're not focusing on what we're going to benefit from in the long run. So we're too short term focused and we're like, oh my God, I'm going to lose $2,000 instead of actually going, well, hang on a minute. What's that time going to give me? What's the value of that work going to give my business and how is it going to help me grow? And so one of the things that I put into place was one, yes, outsourcing that 20%, but then also putting a percentage towards investing back into the business for growth. So that was like advertising, Facebook advertising, updating certain systems, improving some of my workflows. Like there was some core things that I needed to invest in, updating copy, updating website, like all of this type of stuff that I knew was going to support the growth of my business, but felt like an outright cost. And I had to change my mindset around going, well, actually, it's actually costing me not to do these things. So if I if I take too long to invest in these things before I know it, it's actually going to start costing me money. And so this is what the, what actually had to shift and change for me is actually starting to focus on what it's going to give me rather than what I'm going to lose in the short term. All right. So this is another way that I help my business owners start to think about hiring differently is because they go, oh my God, the cost of wages is going to cost me this much instead of actually looking at the value of you having that time available. Right. So let's look at it from this perspective. If you outsource someone to take four hours of your time and get four hours of your time back, right? So all the tasks you would have done in say four hours of your work. Now consider how much you charge per hour, right? How much income you can bring in for those four hours. So you want to look at that and go, is that worth it? And majority of the time it should be damn well worth it. Otherwise you're probably not charging enough, right? So by me looking at that and going, okay, so if I was to spend those four hours on money generating activities, on growth activities that actually serve the growth of my business, where will I be in three months time? And so I mapped that out and I was like, wow, this is costing me so much to not do this because I'm wasting my time. It's costing me money to spend those four hours doing those things instead of actually utilizing someone to do those probably much better than what I could do, right? So sometimes we spend so much time in our zone of incompetence rather than our zone of genius 
doing the shit that even though, you know, you can do it, you're not very good at it or doing stuff where you're kind of good at it, but really it doesn't light you up. It doesn't fulfill you. And it's not actually serving the growth of the business at all. And you're wasting your time and money and energy there instead of actually outsourcing it and then getting someone else to do it at a better rate and a better job and, you know, probably more effectively and more efficiently and you spending your time on what's more important. Now, this is also where I see this impact a business owner when they go and they outsource their stuff, but they don't spend that time on money generating or growth generating activities, right? So they go and they do other stuff in the business that still is not serving the growth. So it's so important that you spend some of that time actually focusing on the growth of the business, right? Investing your time and energy into more effective use of your time. So either doing more of your zone of genius activities or focusing on growth and income generating activities. Otherwise it's going to be a waste. Absolutely. It will be a cost. And so I remember like early on in my business journey, I remember hiring a VA and I did that. I made this mistake. This is why I'm sharing it with you. I made the mistake of going, I need someone to come and do all of this admin, all of these tasks behind the scenes to free up a little bit of my time because I'm overwhelmed and it's too hard to do all of these things. And so I had someone come in and I started paying her a monthly retainer and she would come in and do all these things. And she did them pretty well, right? Like she did them pretty well. Amazing, right? But I reckon like four months down the track, I was like, I'd hit a kind of like, spot in my, in the year where my money started to dwindle. And I think I was focused on, again, I was still wasting my time doing shit behind the scenes that wasn't serving the growth of my business where I should have been spending my time. And then I looked at what she was doing and thought, well, what I might do is just stop working with her. Then I can take that money back and then I I won't have an issue with money. Right. Instead of actually going, hang on a minute, what is she spending her time on? Is that growth focused activities at all? And if, if it's not, I needed to shift it. So the way that I was like trying to get value out of it, didn't, I didn't see the impact that it had on the business in the way that I wanted to see it. So I needed to change some of her tasks. So it felt more valuable for me. And then I started to see some really good results come in to increase my visibility, to improve my social platforms, to improve what I was doing to get more opportunities. So I was getting her to pitch and do all these different things behind the scenes that actually served the growth of the business that was taking up a lot of my time. And then I focused much more. I dedicated specific CEO time in my business to work on the business to grow it. And that's where I started to see the shift and change within my business. So please don't make that mistake where you just get someone to just do admin and then you don't see the value in it. And then you end up hitting a a rough patch and then go, I'm just going to stop working with them because it's costing me money, right? That's because you haven't been focused on the most important things. So develop your dream team. It's honestly so worth it to think that five years ahead. Think about who do you need on your team to grow it and start working towards creating a timeline to work towards that. Because I think sometimes we hire too late, right? We hire way too late and we're focused on the wrong things instead of focusing on growing the business and getting it to where we want it to go. So I hope this episode has served you. I hope you've loved it. If you have, come and join me for the Becoming CEO event. It's a two-part series happening on the 29th of August and the 1st of September, and it's going to be phenomenal. I cannot wait. I'm taking you through an incredible process on part one, and then part two, we're diving into all the strategies to scale. So if you're wanting to scale your business beyond six figures and you want to thrive while being a six-figure business owner, then come and join me. It's going to be phenomenal. The link is in the show notes. Otherwise, have an incredible week, and I'll speak to you all really soon. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if 
feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.